Big Fluff. What up, Bane? I just saw the statement from the Legion corporate card that your Uncle Penguin gave you. Did you put a down payment on a bounty to kill Harley Quinn? What? No. You are a lying liar! Okay, yes! She ruined my bar mitzvah! I want her dead! 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 The credit card is for emergencies only, but your bill is all candies and vape pens and something suspiciously labeled Dolphin Encounter. When you put out a hit, you pay in cash. Okay, fine, I'll cancel it. Already done, because I am this credit card's reckoning. <laughs> Again, I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio, and with me, Lars Periwinkle. How's it going? Good, good. I'm glad you're doing well. Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna say, at the top, you know, last year uh, we talked about the fact that um, sort of surprisingly, uh, we're big in Kenya, uh, which is a very delightful thing to learn. Apparently, we chart the show like, uh, you know, is is has an unexpected popularity. So with that in mind and with the week that we've been through, um, how does one move to Kenya? <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah, I guess if um, uh, I don't know when everyone's listening to this, but this is the uh, this is the day after the, our, our government was was attempted to be overthrown <laughs> yes I yeah don't i don't know i don't know how else to say it yeah it's the day after a, a date that bored kids will have to read about in a history book 30 years from now <laughs> and like try to remember after they do their whole unit on twitter and what that was um they'll have to learn the date <laughs> january 6th 2021 <laughs> the people made some merch that said uh civil war one six twenty one and then they went to our nation's capital and and got into the building which by the can we talk about the fact that those assholes always hate hollywood they hate the liberals who write movies and then what do they do when they plan their coup they immediately make merch that just rips off the like marvel civil war font <laughs> like you bastards <laughs> Yeah, like in all this stuff where like Trump was like posting videos where he was Thanos. Like you guys love to use pop culture, uh, you know, and all those. And that's not even talking about the dudes who love to put the Punisher logo on their fucking vest. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's settle down. Yeah. You know what I love, though? Remember I sent you? Um, I think this was, I mean, this was so long ago that I posted stuff on social media. But I uh, I sent you a picture of that. Um, that. uh cop that i met in dc and he was super into batman and he had it like on his he had the batman logo on his body armor under his uniform and he had it on his um on his sidearm he was just like really super into batman and i sent you that picture of him uh smiling and just being like this dude this dude wants to be batman <laughs> yeah well, well it's just like a police officer you know batman I, you know i know that everyone might not be as into batman as i am but famously like one of the like first things you learn about him is that he started doing his thing because of an infamously corrupt police force <laughs> <laughs> that he could not work yeah, with. That was a, that was an underlying issue. Um, <laughs> he mostly did it because of Zorro, because he saw a a a mass vigilante dressed in all black right before his parents were killed. It makes you wonder what if he had seen a different movie. I've never really thought much about that, but like, no, sure, yeah. What if he saw? What if he saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? 
he would have just pushed kids into <laughs> vats of things. Oh my god! Uh, I, yeah, I mean, what if he had seen Trolls Two World Tour? You know, they're constantly <laughs> like the timeline shifting. So, oh man, yeah. Let's hey, hey DC, get on that what if bandwagon. Oh man, right? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be so good. It would be great. You know what's funny though is I saw <clears throat> just like uh, just like you. I saw the that merchandise that they were wearing, <laughs> those T-shirts that said Civil War, and I thought, oh, this, oh, th- that that old Civil War meme from when that um when the movie was coming out, where you see um Tony Stark say something, and then um Steve Rogers has an opposing uh view, and then it says oh, Civil War, and people yeah. had so much fun with that, including myself. Oh yeah, that was a good that was a good meme. That was a good meme. Great meme. And then I, I thought like, oh, let's let's dust up <laughs> that whole classic. But I couldn't think. <laughs> I can't think of anything stupid enough. I seriously, I seriously thought one of like Tony Stark would say not stupid. And then Steve Rogers would say, yes, stupid. And then it would say Civil War because I can't think of I couldn't think of a, a, a like a good argument. a. a like opposed to the reality that has transpired with an election. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like yeah. the opposing point of view uh, is no, it didn't. Yeah. Which is, this is not an argument. Uh, I mean, if you want a good meme, since you brought it up, uh, <laughs> there was, I don't know if you, if you saw, uh, and look, like this, this thing's fucked up, but we're we're trying to find I don't know some levity in a really awful situation. I think. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not being flippant. Yesterday, I was not laughing about this. Today, oh, no. I am laughing about it because yeah. upon further reflection, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've yeah. ever seen in my yeah. life. Right, but so I just like in the spirit of that, um, I did see this on Twitter. Uh, there was the woman that uh you know was said that she was maced and she then like talked into a camera talking about it uh but someone named uh schmo yoho on twitter made this and it really cracked me up we're totally they pushed me on and maced me <laughs> great yeah i love it i love it she's coughing at the end <laughs> Yeah, it's that's <laughs> good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, so there you go. We got we got. But no, it's it's truly upsetting and terrifying. And I did text you because you and I both uh, grew up in Southern Maryland. We uh, routinely went on field trips to Washington mm-hmm. D.C. because it was close oh, yeah. by to where we grew up. And so I did have the thought of wondering if anyone that we went to high school with might have shown up there. Which was a mm-hmm. very depressing and very plausible thought. Yeah, yeah. That person in particular who, the, the years ago, I remember, <clears throat> I reached out to you uh, because, or maybe it was you to me. I don't. No, remember, no, you found remember. it. You know, because you, yeah, you were the one who told me because I was completely oh, okay. unaware. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, because I reached out to you and I said, "Hey, remember?" I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, yeah. I think we've um, actually talked about I this said, on this show before, by the way. Like, did we really? Yeah. For some reason, I feel like this might have come up once before. But anyway, yeah. Oh, no shit. But, well, yeah. I uh, I said, uh, remember this kid? And in your opinion, we're like, did we bully him? Were we his bully? No. No, no, no. He was a kid that like was, you know did some of the same activities and was in some of the same yeah. circles that we were in. And we were never like, like, cause I mean, <laughs> let's be clear about you and I, if those of you who have listened to this show and, and know us well, if we, you know, the idea of us being bullies, we weren't cool enough. <laughs> but like, uh-huh. uh, but uh, no, I mean, he was someone who, you know, was always, I I I would like to believe and in my mind. I think we tried to be nice to him, but he was just he brought a lot of like he I don't even know the right way to describe it, but he just would sort of court uh 
negativity is maybe the way I want to phrase that of just you'd be hanging out. He'd be there. It'd be fine. And then he would say or do something that felt like a kind of troll move or like a, you know, something to, uh, you know, to inflame the room and we'd get frustrated with him. Yeah, I think I think you got it right there. He really would. His his way of garnering attention was I'm going to blow all this shit up right now. Yeah. And like he was like the rest of us because we did we did these activities. Um, he was like the rest of us, so like didn't really fit in anywhere else. And this is kind of and you know a, a lot a lot of the time. Some of the time he was okay. Like we're all doing this thing and it's fine. It's like you're not even you're being more than tolerated. We're all doing the thing and you're participating and it's cool. But then we're just hanging out and being social. It's like why the why the fuck did you just say that? You know, yeah. like we're all having a good time and you have to be a dick. Yeah. And it would be something along the lines of like, we're all just hanging out. We're talking about something. We're all like, you know, I, I just as an example, this is, but like, I love Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars is great. And then he'd just be in the corner like, actually, Star Wars sucks. Like, you're just like, yeah, what? That's, that's why? Shit, just really simple shit. Just why? So you end up after an amount of time that because we're in school with this guy for a while and we're all in you know we're in drama together so you see this guy for a while so after a long amount of time of that you're just like fuck fuck this kid man just yeah (laughs) why like you're here all the time can you please just try to get along with us and then time goes on further and you just fuck them just like well, shut the fuck up man well and also to the the point of like did we or did we not like bully him i actually prevented him from getting in a fight once with a guy who like he pissed off a dude and his group of friends and i basically had to be like hey look uh he's an idiot so like like, yeah, <laughs> like right, intervene right, right. to be like because i think like maybe his assumption was that like me and whoever else was there was going to like have his back in some sort of yeah. giant brawl oh, no, no, and it was sir. like no, it was sir. like hey just so we're all clear like this like i i get it but what if we all don't fight yeah, the, you know, the the phrase "not worth it" gets thrown around. around <laughs> yeah, but let, let, let me assure you. Um, yeah, so I was um, I I was having like guilt pangs about that a little bit, and and then I had that conversation. Like, you know what? He was just a little fucking asshole, and he probably he might relish the fact that I might feel guilty about it. I don't know. This kid was weird as hell and uh, and a dick and whatever. Um so I found him on social media and he was um he had done a stint in the military. I don't I don't know any more details than that. He had done a, a short I knew he he was out. I think it was like 4 years in or something like that. Um and then he uh like he was very much into these at the time. Anyway, they were um, thinly veiled, uh, uh, like you know, white nationalist groups. He was he very much liked the the president and government of the Philippines. Um, he just turned out to be like to say he's a grade A asshole is putting it mildly. Like he's just a re- like a real piece of shit. This dude and I say, you know what that. That's what it was. It was always, that was always there. So I think that's maybe why we were repelled by this fucking guy. Right. And it's one of those things of like, you know, it's not like that was on our minds at the time. Because why would it be? But but at the same time, it was like, and when you, because I think you like sent me his profile or something. When I saw it, I was like. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, like, it wasn't know, like you were like, what happened? Checks out. <laughs> you know, there was no, it was like, oh, that seems like the inevitable, you know, like, and, and I mean, that is the thing that there's a, there's definitely a profile, unfortunately, of like a yeah. certain type of guy that he fit, um, you know, that views themselves as having, you know, been maligned by society when in fact, you know, there's a lack of like personal accountability, you know, in terms of how they might have alienated themselves from society. Yeah, no, yes, this isn't a Joker origin story where someone just got pushed too far. They were the, they were a a, a sweetheart that maybe had some problems, and then they were ground into the dirt by society, and then they had to rise up. No, the, you know, I, I, I can't some. 
some people, you want to give everyone a chance, but some people are just pieces of crap. And they have been, and then they grow into giant pieces of crap, and that's just the way they're going to stay. And that sucks, but it's a reality. Yeah. And you don't need to give them the time of day. Because, you you know, I see that profile in the first place with, you know, feeling that bit of guilt. And I think, you know, um, uh, not, not one... I not one cell in my body for one second thought. Maybe I'm partly responsible no. for him turn turning to this dark place where he hates people. No, fuck him. Yeah. He's a dick the whole goddamn time. Yeah. No, his Joker origin story would be if those stockbrokers were minding their own business, singing Sondheim to each other, and right. he walked up, shoved one of them, and said, "You know, Sondheim actually sucks." <laughs> and then they were like, hey, come on. We're just trying to blow off steam after all those trades that we did. Whoa. Right, right. No, he wouldn't even. No, because there's so, he would go up and push him and say, uh, oh, you like Sodheim? You know, Broadway is actually a breeding ground for uh, deviants and homosexuals. Well, what the right. fuck? I was singing a song, you horrible human being. I don't know if it's – we were just talking about the futures trade and trying to unwind after a long day. Of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, since we're on this topic and since we're kind of – because a lot – you know, like we said, they these people, they appropriate pop culture. And since we are a pop culture show, I think we have to stop doing irony. That's what I realized is okay. – that because for a long time I said, and now I still love it, but I don't really tell people uh, that Fight Club is one of my favorite movies ever uh-huh. made because Fight Club <laughs> is. I don't tell people. Well, because for the exact reason that I'm going to get into, which is I think David Fincher is great. I love his no, movies. I, I think yeah, I, it I, is I, a. You know what? Yeah. I almost I've I've one actually wanted to hear your take on this for a minute, but I've I've yeah. always forgotten to ask because I kind of know what it is. But please, yeah, because please, again, because like you funny. know when Fight club came out i loved it i watched it a lot you know i still own it it it, but it's i enjoyed that it was a satirical look at toxic masculinity and that it was clearly the message i took away from watching that movie was fight clubs are bad and tyler durden is stupid and these are not things you should aspire to but the problem is that a lot of people uh watched fight club and went I should start a fight club, <laughs> which if that's the message that you got, you you got a very different <laughs> thing out of the movie. But then over time and understandably saying that fight club was your favorite movie caused people to assume that you thought fight clubs were awesome and that you took the movie at face value and that you, you know, it, which is sort of the opposite of how I feel about it. But it's like, I think it's a brilliant movie, but it's meant to be a satire. It's sort of like, I mean, that happened with Starship Troopers where I think none of us at first were aware that it was supposed to be a satire and everyone was kind of confused by it. And it's since sort of gotten that recognition as like, no, this was satire. You, you're not like, it It knows what it's trying to do. But it's just, you keep seeing that. And then with the Joker, like... You know, the fact that people watched Joker and are like, I want to be the Joker is like, you know, and I think you can ask that question because Todd Phillips certainly said a lot of really dumb shit uh-huh. when that movie is coming out of like, it's entirely possible that Joker is not meant to be satire in any way and that you're supposed to want to be the Joker when you watch it. But point being, I just don't think we can do this stuff. Like, I think you know, this week is evidence of the fact that like, yeah, just don't, because I saw people too, like going on Twitter because one of the things like, even though Donald Trump told his supporters to show up at the Capitol building on January 6th, even though his supporters, as we said, printed merch uh, Mm -hmm. declaring that they were there, even though they all wore MAGA hats, even though not a single fucking one of them had a mask or anything to cover their face. Even though one guy I saw wore the lanyard from his job, he was fired. Uh, But they, you know, they posed for photos. They did interviews. They said their full name on camera. You know, they, they, you know, the one guy who broke into Nancy Pelosi's office was like, I broke into her office. I posed for a photo behind the desk. He stole mail from her office. He stole mail. He held it up. He was outside. I took this off her desk. Yeah. Look, it has her name on it. I took this shit. So again, they all incriminated themselves. They all, it did not take long to identify any of these guys. One guy wore a fucking bear suit. 
And like, obviously, mm-hmm. if you know the bear suit guy, you recognized him because I'd remember if I met that guy. Mm-hmm. All of them are far right wing, you know, extremists who, you know, are like white nationalists. They're, you know, they're uh, terrorists is what they are. They're, they're, they're terrorists. They're terrorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying they made it very clear who they are. There was still a, you know, people on the right are trying to be like, I think maybe Antifa, like, you know, Antifa. They, I think they did it. They infiltrated the group. And it's like, no, it they really didn't. Like, all of the evidence makes it very clear that that is not what happened. Like, Yes. That's why you could stop. That's why I could I could find myself laughing at it today. And look, I know it's not a thing to laugh at, but it's that or go crazy. So I'm laughing at it because, seriously, you, did, you, you, said, you said you were going to do it. You did it. You filmed yourself and took pictures of yourself while you were doing it. And then when you left, you said, I just did that shit. Yeah. And then it wasn't them. Like, yeah. seriously. Like the, I mean, let's so just many, be clear. So Let many it, people hold have on. done a, a riff on that. Like, the bo- Boondocks, the cartoon series, did that of, like, of like people declaring, I am doing this thing. And then someone else gets blamed for it. It's well, horseshit, man. It's laughable. I, I mean, they went with the shaggy defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we even caught him on camera. <laughs> they stayed yep. until it was over and they said it wasn't me. You know, nah, I mean, nah, man. That wasn't yeah, me. it's just no, it's it's utterly ridiculous. Um, and it's it's sad. It's a very fucking sad. And also, you know, we talked about this stuff over the summer, you know, last summer when, uh, you know, people were protesting over you know police uh, brutality and you know there were the black lives matter protests where you know we talked about that at the time and you know obviously i'm not the first this is everyone kind of noticed like it is sort of jarring to see that like you know when those protests happen it's full like you know riot gear Mm -hmm. you know they're just like they're dressed like they're ready to invade a country (laughs) like they're just full military gear you know they have the shields everything magically when when these protesters again who printed merch who made it very clear that they were planning who talked about it online donald trump talked about it online and at rallies like it was very clear that they planned this for a long time the cops showed up just like you know in regular cop uniforms no riot gear you know, and said like, That's "Oh, we didn't. Got me we too. didn't know." Said, aside from Antifa, they said, "I think BLM infiltrated." Okay, point out to me which of these people <laughs> yeah. are Black Lives Matter people. Yeah. Show me. Show me which ones they are. Which also, I mean, the other thing too is like, you know, I, I mean, just the just to look at them. The reason that you know, I mean, outside of the fact that they're all angry white dudes, you know, mm-hmm. is like. I I saw the footage of those protests. You know, I saw the stuff that showed up on social media. People who, you know, have been doing the the protests on the left, you know, like they tend to be dressed for it a bit better. They tend to have masks. They tend to like anticipate, you know, I mean, you can see it like I think, you know, Molly pointed out that the. You know, the woman that was, said that she was tear gas, like they they were pouring water in her, like they were giving her water in her eyes, which is stuff that of like people that like protest a lot who have had to deal with the police a lot, like know that you don't do that. Like there's just sort mm-hmm. of like there are signs of like people who protest a bit and have dealt with aggression from cops and responses from cops uh, tend to anticipate this stuff a little bit better. These people thought. They were going to walk like they, it didn't occur to again. They're wearing lanyards with their names on it. The idea that there would be any pushback to this l- seems to not have occurred to them. They again, they they posed for photos of their crimes, you know, like. Yeah, straight up. It was it was dumb as hell. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't like, you know, me, I don't I really I, I'm not big on talking about politics. I think like, I, I'm an adult. I have opinions. But I, I find it pretty boring. I don't see this as a political matter. Like no. it's so, like it's so. When you talk about left and right, these people are not even on that spectrum. They're someplace else. Like this is, like you know, be I don't want, I want to be over dramatic and 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 um, start talking about an attack on our nation or anything. But 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 I think it was. But like it was so stupid. Like everything, it's the it's the same as posing, you know, um, uh, 
doing a, a, a press conference in front of a lawn care center in Philadelphia. Like it's just, it's just pathetic and stupid and, and people got hurt for what? For nothing. It's stupid. What you yeah. did was stupid. I wish people hadn't gotten hurt. There were people that died. Um, not enough people got arrested and I wish none of it happened because it's so fucking pointless. Yeah. I, I've actually, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you don't want to die on that hill, man. It's well, not I, worth it. I've used this analogy like when uh, Molly and I have talked about this before of to me, a lot of the things that have happened in the Trump era feel like a toddler holding a butcher knife where you're like, I mean, it's kind of silly. It looks kind of ridiculous, but also like, you know, like, well, well he's not going to do anything with it. He's a toddler with a butcher, but also he's a toddler with a butcher knife. Like this could end badly. Like it's, it's silly. It's weird. It's, you know, like, but it's just, it kind of has that feeling of like, everything's ridiculous unless it works and is terrifying, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, yeah. It was a, it th that whole, that whole thing was a great metaphor for those those groups of the last four years of like holy shit we got what we wanted now we can do our awful shit so they they got into the capital and when the, oh I don't I, I, ah 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 I'm here doing the what? stuff now <laughs> you don't what are you, well, you did, doing <laughs> I did see someone I, I when I wish I knew who it was but I saw someone on Twitter say that that they were like. The people who have hated like Nancy Pelosi for years finally got their greatest wish. They broke into the Capitol. They got into her office and the best thing they could think to do was to like pick up her phone and pretend to make calls on it. Like I put my feet on her desk. I guarantee you anyone in that office has said, oh my God, if I, if I ever got in that woman's office, I would take a shit on her desk. Right. I would take a piss in her cup. Oh, I would just, I would trash that place. And then you get in there and because you're fucking morons, you go, I don't know. Take a picture. I'm, I'm taking her mail. Take a picture of me taking her mail. But then when you're you're confronted on it, I I I was pushed in there, and I I wasn't even supposed to be in there. Antifa tricked me. I thought it was the bathroom. Nancy. I thought I was. <laughs> I was just looking for the exit, and uh -huh. they said it was here, and then it was Nancy Pelosi's office. How would I'm I know? Like, Holy heck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I t I took this mail because um. Um, I was, you know, I, I, eyes watering from the mace, and I need something to to dab. Anyways, I wasn't even there, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't there. Like, it's it, seriously, it's like, man, the Shaggy was onto something. Just, just keep saying it wasn't. No, he me. really was because they finally got their wish. Oh my yeah. god, the House of Representatives. If I ever get in there, I'll show them. Y'all got in there. You did. Fuck all. You, you got took in there. Some pictures, and well, then you got scared. I get you got in there and did exactly what a five-year-old would do. Look, I'm pretending to be the speaker. If they could have gotten into the freezer and just eaten all the ice cream, I think they would have. I mean, that seemed to be their Where's plan. Where's the little wooden hammer? Um, order, order. I'm in charge now. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to bring the, the following uh, to the floor. Uh, my penis, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, yeah, that's... Uh, resolved farts are stinky. <laughs> uh, all that in favor, <laughs> like, yeah, all like... in favor. Ba -ba -boy, ba -ba -boy. <laughs> also, it just occurred to me now, did C-SPAN still run the camera when they were there? <laughs> like... You know, good question. I don't know. There were a lot of cameras and phones in there, so I don't know. It would. I'm just imagining C-SPAN just like just not cutting it, just like it just like you could just watch it in real time of just them like, oh look at me, you know, I'm Mitch McConnell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, I didn't think we were going to talk about it that that long, but that actually that felt cathartic. <laughs> Like, it, yeah, it, it is cathartic. You know, I just don't, I know I, I said, I said this with the BLM protest and I know that's a, that's a different thing and they keep getting, getting compared to, and there are some things you want to contrast. I don't want to compare the two because they're two different things. Um, however, you know, I, I don't want to neglect to say that like 
You did. You didn't have to go there. You didn't have to die. You didn't have to get hurt. You didn't have to get arrested. The whole thing was dumb, and I wish you hadn't done that because it was pointless. Well, you and, know, you're, and you again, hitched, you're hitched your wagon to the wrong truck, man. Well, and it's. I mean. <laughs> It's this thing, and again, I'm not the first person to point this out, but, you know, people have kind of said, like, you're you're literally protesting because, you know, they love Donald Trump, but, like, you're protesting Joe Biden getting sworn in, which, you know, as crybaby white dudes, like, Joe Biden has already basically just come out and been like, we all need to come together. Like, you're, what are you, pro- what's, what, what do you think's going to happen to you? Nothing. Nothing happened to you. You walked out of the Capitol after doing this. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. So, you're, yeah, seriously, man. You're just, literally the, just throwing a tantrum for like the world's going to be the same as it was when Joe Biden takes it. Like, what do you really think he's going to do? President, the president doesn't even have that much power. It actually doesn't matter all that fucking much. Um, but it's except just, for I don't this, know. La- th- this last dude, because he can make people do dumbass shit yeah. like you just did, which is yeah. kind of what we've been talking about for four years. He makes dumbass people like you do dumbass shit like this. Well, and it's frustrating because he does it and he doesn't believe, you know, I truly think that he doesn't actually like he just does it because he can because he because he, he can because he, he, he knows he'll always be fine. He yeah. will always be fine. Look, that man is going to die peaceful and happy and comfortable. He just will. That's yeah. a reality that oh, we yeah. have to face. Yeah. And not that I say I don't want that. I'm just saying a lot of people don't justifiably. But that's probably going to happen. And he knows that. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can do and say whatever he wants to make them do whatever he wants them to do. And he'll be fine. He will be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the damage that he does is real. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, fucking. Yeah. Anyway. Let's talk about Dexter. (laughs) Yeah. What? No, I want (laughs) to. I did I write this down. Dexter. Okay, but I I wrote this down uh because okay. I had uh you know <laughs> b- before yesterday I like I was planning for what we might talk about on this show and now my notes seem silly. But um no, I so I you said you didn't watch Dexter. That's what you just said. Um but uh Yeah, I saw the first episode 3 times and that's it. Yeah, it's funny. I remember I watched the pilot of the the show and I did not like it. And then people told me to give the show another try. And I, I watched more episodes. I ended up watching probably like three or four seasons of it. And then I got very bored because the show is super repetitive. The The formula uh, is the same. It's, uh, you know, Dexter is a serial killer who works uh, at, in forensics, I think. But he works with the police department. And but he's also a serial killer and his sister is a cop, but she doesn't know that he's a serial killer and he's adopted. And then every season there's another serial killer that he befriends and wants to learn something from. And then that person or they find out it would they have some sort of personal relationship, but then that person's serial killing is the is bad or the wrong kind of serial killing. And he has to kill them by the end of the season. Okay. And he does. That's, and all, that sounds very tedious. Yeah. It got real old because once I was like by season three and I was like, oh, this is literally all we're ever going to do. This is just, <laughs> we're just on a hamster wheel. So I got bored with the show. I was done. I, I did see that when they ended the show. Did he was a lumberjack? I never watched the episode, but I read about it. What? Apparently he like he escaped. I think the the you know, it was the last season, so the the heat was finally on him. And I think I actually think his sister, the cop, figured out that he was a serial killer. And so he had to escape. But I the end of the show was that he was hiding out somewhere in like a bounty paper towel flannel shirt and like with a big old fake beard being a lumberjack. Oh, okay. You know, I'm picturing my- Michael C. Hall, right? Mm-hmm. Michael C. Hall. Yep. I'm picturing him with that look, and it looks pretty good. Yeah. So, so, but that was the ending, and people made fun of it pretty, pretty definitively. Yeah. It was viewed as a bad finale. But we are in the era of every show must be revived. Uh, uh-huh. So they announced that the show was coming back and I didn't think much about it because I was like, well, I already didn't care. So I still don't care. But then, and this is where you come in, Lars. 
They announced. So I told you the no, formula. No, 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 no. no, no I told no. you the formula. They announced okay. who the season long villain is going to be. Okay. And it's Clancy Brown. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. You know what's funny? You gave, you actually gave an endorsement on, I think it was season three of that show. Um, and that was a season that included John Lithgow. And oh, Lithgow was great. Was, yeah. It was very, very good. And that almost made me watch it. I obviously didn't. But here we go. Clancy Brown, who, happy birthday, Clancy Brown, on uh, uh, January 5th. Yes. He had yeah, his yeah, birthday. Yeah. Yep. I always, it's always yeah, on my that. count. For some reason, I looked down. <laughs> <laughs> January 5th. It's Clancy Brown's birthday. I always remember you, Mr. Clancy. Um, but that's kind Poor of Clancy exciting. Brown, you know, he's he's already got to celebrate a birthday in quarantine. And then, you know, he wakes up the next day after that kind of somber birthday. And what happened? Some uh-huh. assholes try to take over the Capitol. Like, come, come on. He was come Mr. On, Krabs, man. for God's sakes. Like, let him have a good birthday. You know. He he just wants to. It's his birthday. He wants to look in the mirror and say, "Hello, pretty, pretty." <laughs> like, man, he's he's turning eighteen hundred years old or whatever. I don't know how old the Gergen was. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but that's but, great. I'm I'm into this. Do you yes. think? And I think this is what all our listeners want to know. Do we have to have seen any other Dexter because we're not no. going to watch it? No. We can just watch this? Okay. No. Well, because first of all, I told you. I wish wish they could see your face when you said no. No, God, no. (laughs) It's the most incredulous no. Because I'm definitely not going back and rewatching the seasons I didn't watch or anything. But like, (laughs) I mean, first of all, I told you the formula. They're not going to stray that far from it. They're probably going to try to pretend that the finale didn't happen, you know, or like, it would have been like, I'm done lumberjacking. (laughs) I'm back. Yep. But no, I mean, before the the lumberjacking was on, but now lumberjack off. (laughs) But no, obviously, (laughs) your your little triumphant arm (laughs) wave. I liked it. I liked it. Oh, man. But no, yeah, come on. That's like. I you I am not a strong enough person to not watch Clancy Brown play a serial killer for an entire season. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I I am super into that. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, well, it, more work, more work, Clancy Brown. I love it. <laughs> but on a similar note, I have another project that you might not be aware of. So, okay. uh, I know you don't watch trailers much, so you might not have seen this. Okay. But uh, I was watching. I saw, you know, scrolling through YouTube as you do, and I saw there was a movie I hadn't heard of, and it was called Locked Down, and yes. it stars. Uh, I, Chidwell, I saw Edgy that because. And, there we go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's Shidwell Edgio 4 and um why am I blanking on her name? Uh Catwoman. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. I blanked on her name for But so it's them, and I was like, okay, well, I like both of them, and so I'm interested. And so I play the trailer and I'm like, oh god. Because at first it's uh, you know, they're they're in quarantine and we're doing quarantine movies and they're they're talking to other notable famous people like on zoom and i was like okay so like you guys made a movie during quarantine about people in quarantine and they were a couple and they seem to be having some maybe like relationship problems or whatever and i'm like i mean i like chidwell edgia four and i like anne hathaway but i don't really do i want to watch a quarantine movie and then it pivots right at the end to They've got to get something out of her, you know, office building. They've got to remove some stuff and they decide to do a heist. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn it. Like, that's awesome. And I will definitely watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that quarantine was part of it. I just saw that it was called lockdown and the um, description was about a heist. And I thought, oh, that's a. That's a weird title for a movie about a heist. No, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because it seems like they're doing a thing of like, you know, the idea that her work kind of screwed her over with the quarantine. You know, it's fiction. It's obviously our corporations all took care of us. Uh, But in this fictional world, the idea that like they might have valued their profits over human life or something wild. Uh, But uh, so they decide the only way to get them back is to, I believe, steal a diamond, I think. Yeah, I saw. Uh, yeah, it was a diamond. Cool, man. Cool. Let's go steal a diamond. I'll watch that bullshit. I don't care. Yeah. I did. 
<clears throat> I did something I thought I'd never do. And I watched uh, the Oceans movies in order. I'm like one after the other. Let's, let's just do it. Not well, in one day, but I'm like, let's just, I'm going to, I'm going to follow those three movies. Well, when you say, in, okay, we well, already ruined my joke, but it's fine. I'm still going to do it anyway. Check this out. So when you say uh, we watched them in order, did you do the original order or did you do <laughs> eight, then <laughs> 11, 12, 13? Uh, yeah, I watched those. And, um, I, cause I remember, I know that. People talked about them varying in quality as they came out because everyone went bonkers for 11 and then 12 sucked. And then um, 13 was the second best one. And so I watched Ocean's 8 on a plane. It was fine. I've never I seen Ocean's really 8. Pro- like, it's, it's yeah. Fine. yeah. Um, but so, so I watched – because I, I had seen all these three movies and I thought, well, I don't understand the varying – the varying opinions on these three movies. So fuck it. I'll just watch them. So I watched all three of them. They're, they're, they're all equally as stupid. Like they're all, well, they're all dumb. They're all, they're, they're three fun, dumb movies. Remove, remove that bit. And I, I know, I know you know what I'm going to say. Oh, remove because it's the part from, that I hate about Ocean's 12. <laughs> Yes. Remove that. And honestly, it's really short. That thing lasts like uh, under 20 minutes is Julia Roberts playing Julia Roberts and Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis. Like that thing is dumb as hell. But well, it's 20 minutes out of, uh, you know, six hours of movie. And they're all the same stupid movie. Well, it's also it's dumb as hell. You brought this up. I'm not letting this go because I really okay. just, I despise this. Of okay. <laughs> So the idea is that Julia Roberts character looks like Julia Roberts, who's a real person in this universe, apparently. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we'll use that. But then it's like, okay, so she's going to pretend to be Julia Roberts. And you know what we'll do? Character that Matt Damon is playing will pretend to be her assistant. Okay, so is, uh-huh. does Matt Damon exist? Does anyone wonder why her assistant looks exactly like Matt Damon? Does that come okay. up? <laughs> sure. Yes, it's stupid. Yeah. Like, with, within a stupid premise, it is extra, extra stupid. Like, What's there's no... It's just one of those things no of, like, that. it's a... You cast nothing. The The entire selling point slash charm of these movies is that it's a bunch of famous actors hanging out and being cool. So, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. don't draw attention to the fact that, like, they're not... Because all of them are barely playing characters. You know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Don Cheadle, who I love, is doing a very silly accent. But uh, other uh-huh, than that, uh-huh. they're all just versions of themselves. It, it might as well be like a GQ fashion shoot that they're all no, getting together for. Uh, but but yeah, like maybe don't draw attention to the fact like <laughs> that this very tenuous idea that there's even a plot to these or that there's anything happening. Like maybe don't go like, hey, you know, this is just Julia Roberts, right? Like she's not actually even playing a character because what's she going to do? Play Julia Roberts different than she's been playing. What is it? Tess? You think there's like a marked difference, you know, like that we're going to be like, oh, that's, you know, this, it's not Tatiana Maslany like up there, like playing, Uh you know, different versions of herself. It's Julia Roberts playing Julia Roberts the exact same way that she's been playing this character the whole series, which is fine. I'm not even knocking Julia Roberts. I'm just saying she's just being herself already. So maybe don't remind us of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, look, it's bad. But I'm just saying. Okay, I just had to get that out of the way. I'm not disagreeing with your overall series, point. I just really hated that. That, yeah. from my estimate, are not supposed to be good. Yeah, and that is an especially not good part of these three movies. Granted, but uh, you know what I did? I tried to watch that part, and it was so cringy. I just moved on. Yeah, I went to the part after that was over, and it was still this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> Well, I, I think the truth of it is – so I'll I'll just say that like obviously that one part of that movie really bothers me. I – and again, I haven't watched these movies. But like I remember really liking Ocean's Eleven when it came – like Ocean's Eleven is fun. Ocean's Twelve, that part annoyed me. But that's also the one with the guy, the like rival whatever, yes. right? Like I like that guy. I remember actually liking the villain in mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And then Ocean's Thirteen, I'm going to be honest. I have absolutely no recollection of that movie. 
Like, I, I don't remember a Fair single enough. thing about it. I can't. No kidding. I thought you don't even remember Al Pacino. You love making fun of Al Pacino. I mean, I sure. I remember that he's in it, but what's he? He probably owns a casino. I'm guessing like <laughs> he's building a casino. OK. And he he fucks over Elliot Gould, which sends him into some sort of weird emotional coma. Yeah, I, I like, like he I said, had a, like he had a heart episode, like a cardiac episode, but he's in a, like an like a coma that can that can be he can be brought out of if he becomes happy or something. It's okay, <laughs> I mean, if you say so, sure. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know. Like, no, I but I, I remember. I just remember like there were these diff- these three different levels of attitude towards these three movies that are. All the same movie with yeah. 20 minutes of the middle one being especially not good. That's it. They're all the same. And it's, and it's, I'm not even taking a shit on them. They were fun to watch. Just that one little part was not fun to watch. It was very awkward and, and weird. No, I think the, probably the truth of it is that, you know, Ocean's Eleven was the first one so we hadn't we had nothing to compare it to and mm-hmm. that cast is really fun i mean and so the first time you're watching them get the band together i think uh george clooney and brad pitt have some amazing chemistry you know will they mm-hmm. or won't they am i right yeah like, oh, just, totally they definitely uh, did they oh definitely yeah 100% they did but uh yep. But no, I mean, they're really great together. It's really fun watching them, you know, be cool and wear suits and say fun things to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, you know, I think even who is it that directs that movie? Like, who's the director of those? Yeah, I'm blanking. But uh, it's they've admitted that the end of the movie doesn't even actually work. I'm trying to remember what it is because it's been a while since I've seen it. But there's like basically a huge plot hole in the that the they it's not, admit it's to. not sonnenfeld is it i think it is actually that sounds right okay uh but i think he's admitted to the fact that the end actually doesn't work because there's a whole like um you know they had already done the robbery uh but then they fake the robbery while they're doing it but there's something with the bags of money that doesn't make sense how they either got the money in or out of there. Like there, there's something that it's like, if you actually, st- and again, I'm doing this from memory. Cause I didn't know we were going to talk about this, right? but there's like a huge thing that if you actually sit there and try to go like, wait, how did this work? It doesn't, the actual end part doesn't add up. There's, it doesn't there's, like if you, yeah. if you just scratch the surface, the whole thing falls apart. It just, does, it just doesn't work. And I, oh, you know, what I'm, it not, is? I'm not bitching about that. It's fine. You know what it is? I think this is the, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure. So in the van, they have these, the bags that they think are the bags full of cash, but they're actually full of like newspaper or magazines or something. You know, they're full of like the full, the full pictures, of, pictures of uh, hot chicks with their boobs okay. out. So there's that. But it's like, I think that the plot hole is where did those come from? <laughs> Like those bags, uh-huh. like where, where, how did they fill bags with those? And you would bring have them to up walk out in of, with the bags already full of them. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the thing that like, there isn't actually a way to account for like, where did those bags come from? They're just in the van, but they weren't, you know, understood. Yeah, so I think sure. that's it. Uh, because yeah, cause they're loaded there by, you know, um, Andy Garcia who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm remembering, I th- remember when we talked because I think it was you that told me this that Andy Garcia claims that his character has OCD and he played it that way, but that's not uh-huh. at all evident in his portrayal. It does. It, no, it doesn't work. And then when you start to notice the way that Andy Garcia is walking in that movie, you can't unsee it because yeah. he walks weird. I'm like, what? Are you, why are you doing that with your arms? Stop it. Are we? Can we? As a as a you know country, just come together and admit that Andy Garcia is not good. <laughs> oh no no we gotta be nice to andy garcia do we <laughs> i don't know i have no i have no feelings of animosity towards andy garcia like i I, I really i honestly don't have an opinion of the man he's okay he's i'm just never really got i'm just saying nerves. like andy garcia has done some high profile stuff and every time i've been a little baffled by it like like, how did Andy Garcia get in this? He must be really nice. I think that's what I think every time I see Andy Garcia. But, right. but he's a good dude. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think, honestly, I think um, our um, 
uh, our, our colleague um, and former guest, John Bennett, put a special place in my heart for Andy oh. Garcia because, one, he was on the show with uh, with Pat and he did what was not only a good Andy Garcia yes. impression, but the yeah. only one I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, no one's but, ever attempted it. Man, now, yeah, that was such a fun show. Go find that show. That was a that really, was, I'll go, yeah, yeah, go find that show. And then as he was, we recorded that at, <clears throat> oh, we were our roommates at the time. So he, they came yeah. over and recorded it at our joint. And then as he was uh, leaving, um, I was, I said, okay, uh, you know, uh, see you later, John. And he goes, Andy Garcia later. <laughs> and I was, oh, oh, I was walking on sunshine for the rest of the evening. It made me happy. Yeah, I'm. I miss that John Bennett. He's a he's a good dude. I also um, I've been watching a lot of WWE wrestling lately, and I always think of John Bennett. Uh, it, this only works if you if you know John and you know what he looks like. But bear with me. Of like every time I see Paul Bearer, uh, I remember no, the fact that ju- someone no, looks just like. Look, no. if you want to know what our friend John Bennett looks like? He looks like Paul Bearer if Paul Bearer ever drank a glass of water or went yeah. for a walk. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a a younger he he's a younger. But no, I just remember that like one time on Facebook when I before I deleted my Facebook that someone <clears throat> sent a comment to Paul to to John Bennett and was like, you know who you should dress like for Halloween is Paul Bearer, and he just pulled up photos because of course he had dressed like Paul Bearer for Halloween before. He was like, I yeah, I obviously I did that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, by the way, if you if you know. If you want to see our friend John Bennett and also have a really fun couple hours on a Friday night, you're staying home. You ain't got shit to do anyways. You can uh, go check out Mondo Baltimore, and um, um, he's one of the co-hosts of that. And it's watching uh, it's watching a terrible movie, and there's a comment section on the right, and you can comment or read other people's comments, and we'll just watch an old, obscure, sometimes new even, uh, shitty movie. It's really, really fun. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, not to neglect his his partner in uh, a show that I dearly miss and I wish would come back, uh, oh, uh, 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 Expert of Nothing, which is a lot of fun, which uh, Molly is a former winner. Yeah. I'm, mm. <laughs> I'm a former co-winner. A lot of the people I did improv with uh, would compete in that. And it was always super fun. But uh, Pat Stork, uh, I randomly ended up doing an episode of uh, We Have to Ask with him. And I say randomly because the whole thing was random. I didn't know who else was going to be there. And it was literally because I saw uh, Jonathan Monroe, your arch enemy, um, asking for people <laughs> to play some games with them uh, for their show. And I went on and I played a really fun uh, sort of Mad Libs type game with them. And Pat was on. And that show was a lot of fun. We did that fun. like right at the end of last year. Uh, and Kim Lee was also on that show. So that was uh, a lot of fun. Former, Boom, former Hobo Radio oh. guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're just naming all the people that are more talented than us. <laughs> but no, it was nice because I know you you see Pat uh, still, but I hadn't talked to him in a while. But I missed it because yeah. they have a show on uh, our podcast network. They just can't do it because it's a live show. So it, it's a live it show. Exist. It does. It yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise. But, um, yeah, so all of that, um, I think what we're trying to get at is, um, you know, the, yeah, the oceans movies, like I said, I don't really remember 13, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I don't think oceans 11 is better than the other two. I just think it's more fondly remembered because it was the first one and it it is, it's super fun, but yeah, I, I think you're probably right that people, uh, sort of decide that by the way similarly to that since you brought that up i know we always you know if you thought we were gonna make it through a show without talking about batman i uh-huh. recently rewatched uh the christopher nolan batman movies uh for okay. the 11 billionth time and yep. i just want to say once again for the record because i love the dark knight rises anyone who thinks it dropped in quality from the other two I just look, Heath Ledger is transcendent. He no one has ever played the Joker better than him. It's one of the best performances in any comic book movie I've ever seen. But like maybe watch Harvey Dent take a gun out of a guy's hand and go like, you better shop American. And then when they try to arrest the guy and call him Mr. I'll be like, no, I'm not done with him. And then ask yourself, did you just trick yourself into believing that the Dark Knight 
was a taut, like perfectly plausible movie. Cause come on, like I love those movies wholeheartedly, but the idea that the dark Knight rises is less realistic than the other two is very much based in a misguided belief that the other two are more solid than they really are. Fair enough. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched the dark Knight rises in quite some time, quite a long time. As a matter of fact, I need to give that another, another gander. It's great. It's also Tom Hardy as Bane is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hardy as Bane is good. He pretty much, I mean, look, I remember a time when you and I talked about, talked about Bane, about how he like, (laughs) he, it's the new, it's not even the gold standard for like a, a, a Batman villain. It's just, this guy is on a different level. He's not even on the list. You know what I mean? Like this, this is this, this dude, he broke the bat. Like no one ever fucking did that. You can't do any. And look what they did to him. in uh, 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 Batman and Robin fucking travesty, this character. And then Tom, Tom Hardy did that voice. Oh boy. <laughs> And then, you know, I'm watching, it works for I'm watching, me though, which I, and I can, I can recommend it now that I finished it. The, the Harley Quinn cartoon, which That's is great. Fucking, fucking great. But he's just like, he's the, he's the only character that is an absolute cartoon character. Well, just sh- shows up for a laugh. Yeah. Does the voice and then he's gone. He's Bane. Which, he's Bane. He was the, the villain in the DC well, universe. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for saying that because you know how much I love Bane. <laughs> he is a very he, special he, place he in, your is. in my he heart. Is. But no, it is funny because, yeah, Bane was created because they wanted to do a storyline where Batman got his back broken. And they rightly realized at the time in the 90s, like, nobody that exists now can do this. Like, right, all of our right, villains right. have lost to Batman too many times for them to, like, be plausible as someone who could do this. So we need a new character. So they had created a character that was as smart as Batman, but stronger. That was right. basically the pitch, you know, and uh, he's a great character. And I, I love the way the Nightfall storyline is amazing. It's really well done. Yeah, he basically really breaks everyone else out of Arkham and just like sits back as Batman has to round everybody up, which makes Batman exhausted because he catches everyone else. It also gives Bane time to study how he fights and where he comes from every time he's rounding someone up. All the while, Batman doesn't know he exists. So he's just in the right. shadows, watching Batman fight other villains, studying everything about him, is able to piece together from that that he's Bruce Wayne because of just, you know, I mean, it's not that hard to figure out Bruce Wayne's Batman in this world. Uh-huh. He always comes from Bruce Wayne's house and he has million dollar gadgets. I think he's Bruce Wayne. So then he just shows up at his house, finds the Batcave and finds an exhausted Batman, lifts him up, breaks his back. It's great. It's amazing writing. Um, and, you know, the, yeah, like I got really <laughs> sad when I watched Batman and Robin and they turned him into monkey work. Bane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit uh, a button and he goes, yeah. <laughs> and then smashes. And yeah, like, you know, the voice that Tom Hardy does is ridiculous. I'm grateful that he did it because otherwise, you know, our two choices were... You know, perhaps he's wondering why you'd shoot a man or perhaps he's wondering why you'd shoot a man. So I'm glad I can understand his dialogue. Also, hey, this is silly boys Batman world. So why not? (laughs) Shouldn't his equal in strength and intellect be uh, also have a silly voice? Isn't that also also a silly voice? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Also, it opens the door for anyone to play Bane because, um, it kind of makes his um um i don't know it 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 makes his dialect more ubiquitous yeah um you know what i mean because i always when i was reading it i always assumed that he was south american so he i thought he, he is south american, south american in the comics yeah he has a south american accent or something but yeah. then no no bane is just ridiculous so you're not actually doing some sort of uh some sort of racial caricature if you do the voice of bane well, he's just this is what he sounds like 
Well, what's forgotten is that uh, Hector Elizondo did the voice of Bane in Batman the Animated Series before all of this, but like, and he did it with like a South American accent, uh-huh, but, uh-huh. but no, it, it's, uh, I was getting all that to say that like, it's funny because now since the Dark Knight Rises, Bane now canonically seems to have that voice because Doug Benson played Bane in Lego Batman. And then I, That's it's right. James Adomian, right? That does it in uh, James Adomian. Yeah. Yeah. It does Man, it in Harley Quinn and they all. But they're all just doing a silly impression of the the Tom Hardy voice, which is like feels think, like honestly, I think they're all doing a silly impression of Daniel Day Lewis doing Lincoln. I think <laughs> that's what's happening. That might be right, but also I will say it's progress because we got the Nolan Bane. I I I enjoyed the ridiculous Bane in Harley Quinn. That if I'm being honest with myself, would have bothered me if we had not at least gotten at least one good version of Bane on screen somewhere. <laughs> I uh, I assumed as much because he is such a punchline in that cartoon and a good punchline. Like it's yeah. Bane is anytime Bane shows up, I'm like, Bane's going to give me something. He's about to do something yeah. really ridiculous. Oh, I like the Bane. And it, and it makes sense in that, in that world because everyone like Batman's a, a joke in that world. And James Gordon yes. is so pathetic. In that oh show. man. Christopher Maloney is the most hilarious disaster <laughs> of a human being. If you need someone to be a grizzled white dude who is an utter fucking mess, I don't know who else's phone would ring. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just to, to wrap this all up, since we're just shouting out people at this point, I, you know, I never watched The Big Bang Theory. It was never my thing. Uh, so I never really had much exposure to Kaylee Kawako. But between that Harley Quinn show and then watching The Flight Attendant on HBO Max, I have become a huge fan of her. She's really great. And I know that everyone's like, yeah, duh. But again, I didn't watch that yeah. like dumb nerd show that she was on. And I say that because <laughs> I am a nerd. It's a dumb nerd show. It's not about dumb nerds. It's No, dumb. no, no. It's, prop- yeah. it's propaganda about uh, us, the dumb nerds. Yeah, it's just it, my impression of it was always just it's a bunch of people making fun of me. Like, but like, <laughs> this is what you are. You, you like Batman? This is why you sound like then. I like Batman. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't need to, like, I'm not going to seek out a show that tells me that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's great. Not only that, and I <clears throat> I heard her on uh, on Conan's podcast, and she is actually, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to quote her directly, but I got, I got the impression that she's, she's not someone who, um, who uses profanity a lot. She's like, these are, I have to say a lot of rude things on that show that I would never say in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I like, you know, that's, that's good voice acting because you, Harley Quinn sounds very comfortable sound, saying those things. So yeah. Well done, sister. I also give her credit because speaking of voices, Harley Quinn definitely had a particular voice because she was creative for, uh, Batman the animated series. And I like that she's not, she's different from, the way that, uh, you know, Arlene Sorkin was the first person to play Harley Quinn. And That's then right. uh, Tara Strong has done it. Tara Strong. The most. Mm-hmm. But they both are doing kind of the same thing. And her thing, like, it took me a little while to get used to it. But I actually like the way that she does the voice, uh, which is different but similar, if that makes sense. But it, I think it works a lot. It's different and similar. And, yeah, she even um, pays homage to that that original character. Also, Batman the Animated Series is on HBO now. I, Fuck. I know. I know. I, I'm i trying. It's great because it looks amazing. And uh, they it, it's the restored version that looks really beautiful. But also, it's in the order that they aired the episodes instead of like, oh. you know. So, there's like two-part episodes that are out of yeah, it's Because right. I, of course, am a nerd and I already owned it. But, I, cause I went, right. but I'm still lazy enough to have watched it on HBO Max. And then I noticed... They were all in a weird order, and so that's. It. I hope they fix the problem. It. The problem is they're in my pocket, literally in my pocket all the time, and I can watch it. And that's what I wanted since I was a ten year old. <laughs> that show came oh. out. Well, it's funny because they dropped it on HBO Max, and I have them on Blu-ray, uh, the restored versions, because mm-hmm. I bought them like when they because I I already owned the previous versions of them. But then when they were like, we restored these and we made them high def for Blu-ray and we like cleaned up the, the animation and stuff. I bought it again, but then I've just been rewatching my Blu-rays 
Because <laughs> I was like, oh, it's on HBO Max. That's a good excuse to start watching these again. Yeah, totally. That show's real good. Um, That's yeah, a real good show. But yeah, so watch that if you haven't watched The Flight Attendant. We're all going to watch Dexter because Clancy Brown's in it. And we're probably going to watch this Chidwell Edgy of Ford. Clancy uh, Brown. Yeah. Um, oh, also Lake Bell's great in Harley Quinn. Don't want to forget that, too. She's a really great Poison Ivy. Do you, no, yeah, no every, everyone is great in that show. There isn't a yeah. weak link in that no. chain. And I'm not and I'm not exaggerating at all when I say yeah. that. It is really incredible. Uh, Jim Rash, Christopher Maloney, um, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader's a great Batman. He is. Diedrich Bader doesn't get enough credit because he was really good in Batman the Brave and the Bold, too. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Good but lord. Yeah. All right. Well, I, love, I love that show a lot. Yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk. Tr- Alan Tudyk, who's all oh, over yeah. the place in that show. <laughs> But yeah, who does the Joker in that show? Like as Joker well. and yeah, Clayface. Like he's just and smashing it up, man. He's awesome. Clayface. It, their, their Clayface cracks me up because that is such a funny take on that character to just make him yes, indeed. like a theater guy is so yeah. funny. Like that's such a great choice. I couldn't get enough. No. It, yeah, it's just great. Anyway, uh, remember, question everything. Yeah. Stick to your ideals, but don't be a fucking moron. Yeah, please. of hobotrashcan.com If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Joe. And this is Chris from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to The Hobo Radio. Joe, do hobos listen to Hobo Radio? I think so. They have one in their stick and bindle, right? Uh, that's called a bindle stiff, sir. Bindle stiff. And you know what? If you listen to The Curioso, you will get to know things like that. Because we talk about the weird, the strange, the bizarre, and sometimes the mundane that you just don't know. So enjoy your two hobos, but you can catch us at thecurioso.com. On the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Nicolas Cage wants you to.